Hello, Atlanta. Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio on AM 920. The answer, what are the steps you should take as a home seller to prepare your home for sale? Do, and this is a very interesting question, home improvement trends differ along party lines. Do Republicans make different improvements than Democrats? Very interesting, certainly good food for thought. And then is it better to provide an allowance to a buyer in lieu of repairs or to go ahead and make the repairs as requested by the buyer prior to closing? We're going to address these and more topics during this segment of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio. My name is Cleve Gaddis. Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio is here to help listeners go from real estate novices to real estate experts so home selling and buying can be done with total confidence and without all the worry typical with life's biggest investments. And we want to connect with you. We want to be your radio friend, if you will. Go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. You'll have the opportunity to ask questions to ask for your neighborhood to be featured in our Neighborhood Spotlight segment, which will be coming up in the next segment of today's show. You can make comments. You can push back if you don't agree with some of the ideas that I'm sharing. You can share your ideas, and you can also subscribe to our podcast at gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. Katie in Duluth says, we're preparing to list our home and want to know the steps to take to prepare it correctly. What advice can you give us? And it is very interesting. When we start the process of having conversations with your typical home seller, um, in most cases, now there are some times when people have a lot of experience and they know exactly what needs to be done because they've moved 20 times in the last 20 years. But in most cases, people only sell a home every 7, 8, 10, 12 years. And so the reality is, is how homes were sold 12 years ago is very different than how homes are sold today. And so what someone would need to do to prepare their home for sale changes over time. And so I would say that the typical seller we meet with has a lack of confidence in knowing what exactly needs to be done. And so their, their thought process or the way it appears to me is that they feel like everything is gray. So should I put in new carpeting or should I wait and let the buyer put in carpeting that they want after closing? You know, should I, you know, have a good amount of storage space in my garage or should I have the garage cleaned out where it's just got room for cars? And the cool thing about working with us, and we would love it if you're out there listening and you're thinking of selling your home anytime in the next three to six months, we would love for you to reach out to us. You can connect with us at gogaddisradio.com or you can just call us. It's 770-497-0000. We get calls and contacts from radio listeners every single week, and we absolutely love them. And so, but here's my suggestion for you, Katie, because the truth is, is what we want to do is take something that seems very gray for you, and we wanted to turn it into something that is black and white, meaning you should do this or you shouldn't do this, and here's how you move forward. So the process is this. My suggestion uh, is that you talk to at least one real estate professional. We'd love to be included uh, in that group. You might want to talk to two or three real estate professionals. I don't think anybody makes worse decisions because they get out and get more different opinions from people. And so the first step is get a real estate agent out for a professional consultation and just to discuss what it looks like listing your property. The way this process should work is the agent should come into your home 
The agent should sit down with you, ask questions about your time frame, what's important to you. They should talk about any issues you've had with real estate transactions in the past, anything specifically that you're worried about, your concerns, anything that overwhelms you. If you were listening in the last segment of the show, we had Jeff Hayes on with us, and he talked about wanting to move, knowing that there was a different place that he and his partner should be living. And the reality was is that they were just simply overwhelmed by figuring out how to do it. And I don't think that that is unusual. So after you sit down with your agent, uh, Katie, the agent should tour the home, uh, probably take pictures or notes of every room, figuring out what needs to be done, what needs to be staged, what can be moved from here to there. But you should do a full review of every single room in the house, what needs to be done to make the home show as perfectly as possible. If you go out, Katie, and start looking at houses, some houses will just speak to you. They will just seem perfect like I could move in and everything will be exactly like I want it to be from day one. In other houses, you can tell that maybe they haven't emptied the cat litter box. And so the buyer's perception of things as they walk through is so very important. So you want somebody to help you deal with that. First, you deal with it on the inside of the home and your real estate agent should give you a complete list of everything that needs to be done. If if they're not willing to give it to you, on the first appointment, I'll be honest with you, you might want to consider whether or not you should be using them because they need to help you. Whoever comes out needs to help you. We certainly would want to do that. Then you should do a quick tour of the outside. What do we need to do to make the home look as good as it can possibly look from the curb? Uh, All of the lines between the grass and the sideways, uh, side uh, walk and the driveways uh, should all be trimmed and neatly edged. Uh, between the grass and all of the bedded areas. All of the bedded areas should be free of weeds. Uh, You shouldn't have overgrown landscaping plants anywhere in the yard. We were talking to a gentleman, Katie, in Marietta who had some huge arborvitae trees on the front of his house. And the problem is, is they were as tall as his house. And so what it did is it made his home look old. And as part of the process and helping him, uh, he had been listed with someone else who was not giving him great advice. And we went in and gave him some great advice. And he actually had those four arborvitaes from the front of his home removed. And I'm telling you, it took 20 years off of the effective age of his home just looking at it from the front. It was quite amazing. So first thing, you're meeting with an agent. They're understanding your concerns. They're touring the home. They're giving you a complete list of what they think needs to be done on the inside from a staging standpoint, maybe a little light fixture stuff, maybe changing out some painting, things like that. Then you're doing a full review of the exterior. You know, are there any repairs that need to be made? Do we have any wood rot on the outside? Uh, Do we have anything that when somebody drives up to the front of the house that they would look at and it would make them think twice about whether or not they wanted to purchase a home? Certainly all of your landscape bed areas, you want them to be totally free of weeds and debris. And you just want the house to look like, oh my gosh, I could move into this house and start living in it immediately. Then you have to go through the process of deciding, Katie, what you're willing to do, or um, sometimes people don't have a lot of funds to invest in fixing up their house. Now, Katie, we offer what's called a rehab and refresh property repositioning program. So if we came to your home, you could get up to $15,000 under certain circumstances, provided you have enough equity in the home, things like that, to make some improvements to your home. And believe it or not, you could pay that money back at closing. So it's a great program. We got a call last weekend from a gentleman in Villarica who is all about trying to take care, take advantage of that program. And I'll see him sometime within the next week. So we have to decide 
what are we going to invest money in that would give us a two-for-one or a three-for-one return? So you don't want to invest money preparing your home for sale if it's just going to give you a dollar-for-dollar return. You want to invest money where you'd get $2 back or $3 back for every dollar you spent. We did a rehab and refresh program. By the way, if you've just joined us, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920. My name is Cleve Gaddis. In addition to being the host of this show, I'm a full-time real estate agent and broker with a team full of agents helping buyers and sellers and investors and landlords make the best decisions whenever possible all throughout Metro Atlanta. My family's been in real estate for 33 years. We live, eat, breathe, and sleep real estate, and we love nothing more than to help you. I'm answering a listener question from Katie in Duluth who says she's preparing to list our home and wants to know the steps to take to prepare it correctly. So we've been reviewing the process how it works when you're hiring a real estate professional to get your home ready, and she wants to know what advice we can give. So we started by having a conversation, a very open conversation with your real estate agent where you express concerns and time frames and uh, things that you were overwhelmed about. You just got to be totally open and transparent with your agent. Then tour of the inside of the home, putting together a list of the things that need to be done to put it in ideal showing condition, mostly it's light fixtures, painting, carpet, flooring, things like that. Then we did a full tour of the outside of home, put together another list that says here's the things we need to do on the outside of the home to make it where when the first buyer drives up in front of the house, there's a good chance they might want to buy it themselves. And so this is where the hard part comes in, and that's when we have to decide how much money needs to be invested to make the property shine so that the first buyer will want to buy it. Um, and does it make sense to spend that amount of money based on what it will do for the sales price? We did a rehab and refresh program on a home that we sold in Stockbridge over the last couple of months. We think the home would have sold for probably $165,000 in its as-is condition, maybe $160,000, but let's just call it $165,000. The rehab and refresh investment was a total of $6,200 or $6,600. I apologize, I don't remember. By the time a few repairs were made for the buyer, there was about $7,000 invested. That home sold for $200,000. So that home sold for $35,000 more than it would have otherwise sold for after a, let's just call it a $7,000 or a $7,200 investment from the seller. So in this particular case, I mean, that is almost a four to one return. So for every dollar that was spent, they got $4 back and the sellers did not have to come out of pocket any of that money. We advanced the money to them. We did the work. Uh, and then we collected the money back at closing. So, Katie, that last step is you got to prioritize that. Now, you also need to sit down with this real estate agent and make sure, and again, we'd love to talk to you, but make sure that they're doing all of the marketing that you think needs to be done to uh, get the home in good sales shape. So, Katie, I hope that answers your questions. If you ha- question, if you have any more questions, you can give us a call, 770-497-0000. And if you want to sell your house for $28,000 more than your neighbor, Go to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, or excuse me, Go Gaddis Radio, just Go Gaddis Radio, I apologize, and click on sell for $28,000 more. We got a listener question. Becky in Johns Creek wants to know if it's better to give an allowance in lieu of repairs or to go ahead and make the repairs prior to closing. And Becky, that answer, in my opinion, is simple. It's better to give an allowance in lieu of repairs. Now, you can't really give an allowance, so what you'd have to do is if you had to make $2,000 worth of repairs, 
you would have to give the buyer an allowance toward their closing cost, which would save the buyer a couple thousand dollars, and then the buyer would have the money left over. But as a seller, when you give an allowance to the buyer, you sort of, sort of shift the burden of repairs or any unexpected stuff to the buyer, which means you as the seller are not going to be responsible for any surprises that might happen to pop up. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back in our neighborhood spotlight, we're featuring Kimball Farms in Alpharetta. Do you need an agent when buying a new construction home? A lot of people think you don't. And uh, we've got a story about someone who's pregnant, and they want to know whether or not they should buy now or wait until next year. Stick with us because we'll be back. <laughs> 